Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. It is March 4th, 2018. I'm Charlie Sykes, joined by the editor-in-chief of the Weekly Standard, Stephen Hayes. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it very much. Charlie, good to be back, although I'm not thrilled to be back in Washington after having been in Wisconsin for several days this week. That is a, a nice it break. Been, it's been a busy week for you. And Washington awesome. feels swampy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 90 degrees. It's humid. The pollen is horrible. Um, Milwaukee was very pleasant. I, I prefer to be in Wisconsin. Well, by the way, congratulations being honored by your alma mater, your high school. <laughs> Thanks. I, I want people to know about this. Wauwatosis now has a plaque honoring you as one of their distinguished uh, alumnus, right? It, it was very nice. They, they did a really terrific job. The principal there, Nick Hughes, uh, had put on a very nice ceremony. It was, it was really nice. It was great. Uh, I found myself sort of surprisingly moved by the the entire experience. So thanks. Well, congratulations. Well, I want to take a step back today and and and, and talk about truth and whether anybody cares about it. Uh, that seems to be one of the the themes of the week. Wall Street Journal has a uh, has a very pointed editorial today uh, saying, you know, Trump is compiling a record that increases the likelihood that few will believe him during a genuine crisis. And the last line reads, Trump should worry that Americans should stop believing anything he says. Uh, Neil Cavuto over on Fox calls out uh, Trump. Let me be clear, Mr. President, how can you drain the swamp if you're the one that keeps muddying the waters? And he said that he's having a devil of a time figuring out which news is fake. Uh, Dan Balls, uh, writing in the Washington Post, has this question. Does it bother anyone that President Trump has been caught lying? Does it bother anyone this is not new? Does it bother anyone the president has been shown to be a liar? This is what I wanted to ask you about, Stephen. Because I think the the elephant in the room here is whether or not the uh, conservative movement actually cares about this, whether it's been numbed. And you had a tweet, and I wanted to focus in on this tweet. Uh, Guy Benson, over at Town Hall, good friend of both of ours, wrote, I don't really care about the Stormy Daniels thing. I believe it all happened and don't condone it, but it's basically on-brand Trump's sleaze. This is who we elected. Polling on the drama shows most people don't care either. And POTUS's job approval numbers are up. You had a, what you described as a rare disagreement with that point. Talk to me. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, look, I, 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 I'm a big admirer of guys. Uh, you know, I, I, when I disagree with Guy, I stop and think, hmm, okay, do I have this wrong? I mean, he makes me uh, double check myself when I don't agree with him. Uh, but I do think he's wrong in this instance. And, and he pointed quickly to a tweet that he had sort of down the threads saying, you know, that's not to say that Trump isn't saying things that aren't true. I mean, he acknowledged that the, the president's playing fast and loose with the truth. But ultimately, the, the question was, should we care? Should we care about the Stormy Daniels thing? Now, I care about the Stormy Daniels thing for a number of reasons. I know it's hopelessly old school to say you shouldn't cheat on your wife, um, but I think you shouldn't cheat on your wife. Guy is absolutely right that people knew that about the president. They didn't... Uh, that didn't seem to bother people who voted for him, or if it bothered them, it didn't bother them so much as they were happy to pick President Trump or candidate Trump for, for other reasons. But I think the lying matters. Um, you know, the president in, in this inc incident, um, he has lied. His team has lied. Michael Cohen has lied. The lawyers have lied. Um, the president asked his press secretary to lie. Others at the White House have lied. This is aggressive dishonesty. It's a lie on top of a lie on top of a lie on top of a lie. And it starts with the deliberate intent to deceive, which is the original hush money payment. 
So the entire th- this entire episode is about a lie, and it's about lying. And again, if I'm if I'm old school on this, uh, then I think we probably do have some some bigger problems as a country. The president of the United States ought not lie. Mm-hmm. He ought not make it his policy or his regular practice to lie. Now, of course, you know, the and objection yet, and yet to this. And here we are in yeah. 2018 where you have to make that point. Right. You know, not only do you, you have, have to make, make that point, but people object to it, right? right. People, the, the, the responses I've gotten are, wow, look, Bill Clinton lied. You know, other, pe- other people lie. What about so, so Donald Trump, uh, we, we, you shouldn't call Donald Trump on his lies. You know, we've, we've got tax reform and Gorsuch and a Nobel Prize winner on, on North Korea, so we shouldn't care about the fact that the president lies all the time. We well, do the, care that, about the that, fact. That is, the, of course, the transactional response that right. uh, you have the whataboutism. You have the transactional response that uh, if we just look the other way, we're still getting a lot of stuff. It, but the whole point about aggressive dishonesty, I mean, it's bad from a moral point of view. But also, from a practical point of view, which is, is the point the Wall Street Journal editorial makes, is that if you keep lying like this and people realize – and by the way, I don't know why it's taken this long – realize that you can't be trusted, it's going to have real practical uh, consequences down, down the line when you need to be believed. Yeah. You know, even, even, even if you actually don't care about truth or honesty, it, it actually is, is bad politics to be known as a liar. Right, unless the end – goal here is to make people uncertain of what to believe. And, you know, I think there is a, a, a reasonable case to be made that that's part of what the president's doing here. He thinks that the, the stuff behind whether you believe in the Russian collusion narrative or you don't, th- there's enough stuff there uh, that Bob Mueller is getting access to, certainly in the aftermath of the raid of Michael Cohen's office, that it, the president's pretty clearly worried about this, right? And I wonder if he might think it's in his advantage to continue to sow confusion about this disruption um, so that people don't know what to believe. And that's the well, point that's, that's the I point that's right. where, where we're getting. Now, I don't, I don't I generally don't think that President Trump is that strategic, um, but there's a case to be made that, that that's part of um, the dynamic here. Well, I think maybe it's instinctual. Um, and, you know, you and I have talked about this with Gary Kasparov, the the former world chess champion, has has said he's, you know, obviously a, a, somebody who has seen authoritarianism up front says, look, the, the point of lying and propaganda is not to convince you of, you know, one thing or another thing. It, it is to actually attack your critical sensibilities right. to make you question whether there is any truth whatsoever. Now, here's the other question, though, and it's 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 part of the reality of, of 2018. USA Today had this story the other day where they went into a focus group. I always take those with a grain of salt. Um, but it, 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 it rings true that they asked Trump supporters, people in, in the base, do you think that the president is lying about the Stormy Daniels thing? And they said, yes, we think he's lying, but we really just don't care. So have we actually reached a point where not only is our 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 politics post-truth, but this this sort of indifference to truth is now baked in. And 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 the, the, what are the long-term consequences for conservatives embracing this kind of moral relativism? Yeah, well, this is, I mean, that is the the big concern, and, and your phrase captured it exactly: indifference to truth. I mean, all of the discussion that we have about fake news and about the health of our democracy and and uh, you know what? How how this American experiment continues uh, is rests rests on an assumption that people care about the truth, mm-hmm. and I think for a long time that was a pretty reasonable assumption. 
I'm less convinced today that that is a reasonable assumption for, for precisely the reason that, that you suggest. Well, we don't really care if these things are true or not. All we care about is if it supports our position or our team or our, you know, uh, red or blue. Yeah. <laughs> if and, if and, we're and, there. And that's, and that's that's not just a crisis for no, the conservative. But that, that's kind of a crisis of democracy, not not to be too dramatic about it. If, you know, one, once we stop having any understanding of truth or caring about truth, then it really does become all about power, doesn't it? It does. And and look, as as someone who remains still somewhat skeptical of the of the alarmism on the particularly on the left, but from some on the right, that that, you know, Trump is is Hitler next door. Um, this authoritarian who's just waiting to to have his moment to to go full uh, full authoritarian. The the broader problems, I mean, the broader issues of, of um, tribalism, you know, and, and you and I have talked about this a lot, but of, of, of tribalism and uh, motivated reasoning and confirmation bias and, and not, only, not only accepting only the things that uh, you believe, looking for confirmation for the things that you believe, seeking out information sources that you know will provide you with the kind of affirmation that you want, that feels good. If that that's that's not new, I mean, we, people have done that for literally forever. W- what is new is, I think, and what is potentially so dangerous is not caring at all about mm. truth, not caring at all about what the facts are, um, and only caring about those things that sort of scratch those itches. And yeah, we could. I don't know. I mean, it, and maybe, everything is maybe ramped up. You're right. It's it's not new, but of course, everything is now on steroids, whatever other cliche you, you want to use. And, and, and I think the tell at what point there's a, sort of a point of no return on this. Yeah, I, I think the tell is is in the fact that you have to have, you know, these people at the beginning of the, the podcast that you mentioned, I mean, the fact that you have to have the Wall Street Journal write a scolding editorial to the president, basically addressed to the president saying, hey, it's really bad not to tell the truth. And the fact that Neil Cavuto goes on a four-minute rant on Fox News Channel, and it's a big deal. People paid attention, I think, in part because it was on Fox News Channel. Now, Cavuto, I thought it was a very, very effective message. He addressed it directly to the president. Of course, he had to add in that he wasn't a never-Trumper, and he had to assure the president that he's not accusing the president of you know, fake news, which actually Cavuto was accusing the president <laughs> right. of fake news. That was the whole point that was, that of the thing. That was the point. Right. So he had to have it. He had to caveat the hell out of it. But, I mean, the the, the actual um, argument that he made was a, a very good one. But But you worry that you have people saying something so basic as it's important for the president of the United States to tell the truth. That sentence. And it's controversial. How in the world is that controversial? And I don't we get have it. To remind people why truth is important. It's it, it is this going back to basics, and maybe maybe that is is the good news. Um, I, I know that we are short of time today, and it is Friday. Uh, Stephen Hayes, thanks so much for joining me on the Daily Standard podcast, and thank all of you for listening to the Daily Standard podcast. I'm Charlie Sykes. We'll be back Monday morning. <laughs>